Let's get your book published. Sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Hey guys, Nicole Gabriel here. A book makes an opinion fact. Have you ever thought about this? I mean, really thought about this. When something is written, it seems to be accepted in mainstream culture as fact. Something gets debated and, well, so-and-so said it was true. See, it's written here. A quote seems to be gospel for truth, even though it's simply a personal thought captured and repurposed. And we all toss around these memes on social media like some kind of gospel for inspiration, motivation, or to provoke deep thought. But how many of us are original thinkers with original thoughts and opinions? Those that really take the time to get to know me know that I am not the fun time girl some would like to make me out to be. I'm blonde, so I guess that comes with the territory. It's been a battle I've fought my whole life. People want to make you into the likeness that fits them. I know from a more advanced and spiritual place, we do truly only see the mirror we are capable of projecting in all relationships. In fact, I'm a far more dedicated and serious personality than most know. I'm pretty focused and intentional in my activities. I'm one of those types that digs deep for answers and will not back down when I know something isn't right or something needs to be said. I seek truth justice, and when I reach a plateau, I know I must share what comes to me as the voice of truth from my limited human perspective. People are funny. People believe what you tell them. So who do you want them to believe you are? A book sets the stage for others to identify how they engage with you. It also tells them what you believe to be fact and why. I mean, after all, you wrote it, right? It must be true. Some folks need to fit you into a box to understand you, limit you to a certain role in their life. And others simply take what's on the surface and care to dig no deeper into what makes you who you are. Over the years, I've learned that what you see in another person or situation can only be based on your own individual truth, your limited knowing, your base level experiences that form your reality. What is true for you is based on your experience. I talked about some of this in my last podcast, but apparently this is a theme that is continuing to run into this podcast. In other words, this is my observation for my now, and I'm still unscrambling truth. When you are outside the popular truth or in an opposition to stories as we hear in our media or personal circles, you can sometimes feel separated. But perhaps you've acknowledged that you are the enlightened one, the free thinker, the light worker. And those of us that step out of the norm... I think the popular word these days is sheep. We don't run with the other sheep. We are those that form the new laws, create the new patent, devise the new technology, and yes, generally write the next book. 
We are the way showers. We are awake. And of course, we will always be met with opposition, generally because we are doing something that many around us are not. Imagine how crazy people must have thought Edison was before he gave them the first commercially successful light bulb in 1880. You know, the one that more than 100 years later, most of us still can't understand how it works. There is a reason most of us want to write a book and only some of us do. It's because our opinion is outspeaking our conditioning. In this awakened state of new reality, we have observed something that requires change, a new way of thinking, a shift in consciousness, and awakening. For those of you that have read my first book, you know that I've experimented in the woohoo, and you also know that I have come from a level-minded background and schooling. When I began shifting into the new human I have become today— I went through massive shifts in consciousness and awareness. I doubted what was happening because it appeared no one else was doing this too. I needed a confirmation that it was okay. I was not crazy. And in fact, what was happening was quite beautiful. Over the years, I have been ridiculed deeply and especially by those closest to me. It's hurt me a great deal. I've struggled holding on to my life in a few massive and transformational shifts where others came down on me quite hard. They lacked knowing, but they also lacked compassion. I experienced what might have been called PTSD, overcoming trauma, awakening to a new awareness that wasn't understood or supported by those around me. I needed to be held, loved, and told it was going to be okay. Instead, I was told to stop doing what it was, and it was wrong or weird. How could I expect others to meet me where I was? I was change-making and blazing the trail. But when you are overtaken by a power greater than you, there isn't really much you can do to stop it. And honestly, why would you when God speaks through you? I was beginning to tie into the voice of my Creator— the messages of love and purity, I was shown and told what was to come. I suppose some would call this intuitive, some psychic, some prophetic. Putting words to this will always be limited because what was and continues to occur is infinite and timeless in nature. I believe that for many writers, we reach a state of allowing this voice to come through to receive the message of a greater knowing, and it leaks or sometimes pours onto the pages as it's channeled through us. And what may appear as an opinion is actually God pouring through us because we've broken down the obstacles to receive what many around us haven't. It's emotion, passion, and anger that can create an opening in our psyche that allows this to occur the messages and words to flow through us and onto the pages. You know, it's quite interesting, but I have realized over the years that when I'm writing my next book, it's because emotions have been stirred. Words have always flown out of me when I'm worked up about a topic or need to release pent-up emotion, anger, or passion. I can't say it works like this for everyone, 
But for me, when I reach a certain tipping point is when I don't care if my opinion is different than yours. But here's where books are funny creatures. If what flows through you isn't also in harmony with someone else, then you're obviously not going to sell books. If you're spilling the ugly on the pages and someone cannot relate, you've just lost a marketable audience. I guess it's a bit like dating. There's someone for everyone. It's not always a long-term thing, but perhaps it serves for the moment, perhaps for a lifetime. The words that serve for a lifetime tend to be those that provide some kind of encouragement or a relationship with the reader. They are words that form and drive the reader into imagination. What can I do for myself? How can I relate? What kind of inspiration do I have because of what was said? So a well-formed opinion might prove to be fact. Perhaps it is your experience that has allowed you to master something others want to know how to do for themselves. It seems to always wrap back into value. Are you providing some kind of relatable value to your reader? I have witnessed in some cases where a client of mine has written something I think has seemingly no value, but then I hear feedback or comments from others stating it was utterly fascinating or at the very least very interesting. I could not relate, but others could. Whatever the topic, whatever the experience, whatever the opinion, if it provides value for one or many, it's worth sharing. Currently, we are passing around all kinds of propaganda on social media about the state of our world. What appears to be presented as fact can sometimes return as fiction. When someone spends time researching a topic, whether it be related to the virus, to politics, or the election, or how you run your business during a lockdown, no matter the subject, a bit of research and special knowing seems to present itself as some kind of upper hand power. As it has been said, knowledge is power. So as you begin to approach the topics you present in your book, it is experience that generally prevails as meaningful knowledge. Your experiences are those that may simply be based on your limited scope. Those turn into facts as soon as you bind them into a book. Today is 1221. The planets have aligned into what some are calling the second coming of Christ, the Bethlehem star, a portal opening, an opportunity for love, light, and compassion to pour into our planet. I encourage you to use this time today and up to the summer solstice on 621, releasing fear and those things that no longer serve and begin dreaming a new world into being. I personally have done one short meditation. I'll do another tonight. I will be deepening my meditation practices over the next six months, and I encourage you to do the same. Our planet is about to make massive shifts and we are about to be exposed to a new reality. The truth is about to prevail. For this author, the channel has been opened and the funnel of information has been pouring in. This is a great time to simply allow, to receive, to let go. Be sure to capture your experiences on paper. Keep writing. You have something to share with the world and you, as a creative channel, are important. Your words and experiences matter. When the time is right, your book will manifest. 
set intentions, stay focused and clear. Your book is a reality that is right around the corner. You can do this. For now, guys, wishing you a happy winter solstice and wonderful holiday season. And always wishing you peace, love, and light. When you're ready to write, design, or lay out your book, I'm here to help you. Check out our online book publishing program. Join our email list or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.